0: Hello, my name is Rev. Seth Nelson and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In one of our first weeks of living in Laramie, Wyoming, my wife and I went camping and hiking in Vood- uh, VitaVoo Recreation Area, which sits uh, above the pass between Laramie and Cheyenne off of Interstate 80. VitaVoo is full of trails, campsites, and rocks to climb. Newly arrived in the Mountain West, I was excited to hike and climb camp and bike, and even snowshoe up there in the wintertime. Vida Vu is one of those little gems that small cities like Laramie are pleased to have at their doorstep. In my eagerness to embrace our new neighborhood and wilderness access, I got it into my head that I should try out some small, low-level climbing while we hiked there for the first time. Looking forward, it seemed like a good idea When getting used to the West. Looking back, the notion that I could do even low-level rock climbing without ropes or much experience was a terrible one, (laughs) leading to an incident which I only survived by the grace of God. Early into our hike I saw two big beige boulders stacked upon one another, roughly 20 feet high and I decided that I needed to try my hand at climbing them. Though there were few hand and footholds, I saw a way that I could shimmy up the crack, uh, a crack in the middle of the upper boulder and determined that my only way forward was up. Climb started out OK. I made it halfway without any issue. And that is when things took a turn for the worst. I situated myself in the crack that I intended to use to shimmy up to the top of the boulders. But when I moved to propel myself up to that final bit, I lost my grip, my footing. I fell backwards in what seemed like less than a second. I landed flat on my back, roughly 15 feet below. Obviously, I got the wind knocked out of me. I also got scraped up pretty good on my hands And worst of all, my right foot got stuck in that crevice and as uh, on the way down, I twisted it pretty good. And I say that I survived by the grace of God because there was another rock on the ground below that ended up being merely inches from my head. Who knows if I would be here preaching to you today if my cranium had connected with that one during my unfortunate landing. Thankfully, I was able to get up, hobble back to our camp, and make our, we were able to make our way back home without needing to call the search and rescue team, even though I was in a good deal of pain for the next few weeks. i share this story with you uh, to talk about rocks and their place in our lives. They can be fun to throw around, so long as we don't hit other people. Right, Auto Freight? <laughs> Uh, And they can be fun to skip across the lake. Things like that, right? They can provide foundations for our houses or other buildings. They can make our landscapes jagged, rugged, and memorable. Or, as in my unfortunate experience, rocks can prove to be obstacles that will move us while refusing to be moved themselves. There's a settled certainty to rocks especially really big ones, that must be respected, or as in my case, unfortunate events can follow. Boulders can be a beauty to behold, a frightful thing when they're falling on roads around cars. They can be steadying when securely situated beneath one's feet. And in some cases, they can be a terror to travail. Rocks are to be respected for what they are. Otherwise, they will display their essence to you, one way or another. We encounter several images of rocks in our readings and hymns for today, as well as throughout Scripture and elsewhere. Whether it be in the words of the famous hymn, Rock of Ages, Cleft for Me, Jesus' words to Peter, declaring, You are Peter, on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Or, as we encounter for in our first lesson for this week, there are many images of rocks as foundational analogies for the church, who God is, and of who the heroes of faith are to us. Isaiah 51 declares, Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the quarry from which you were dug. Speaking to the Israelites in the exile, God's chosen people, the prophet told them that they were to remember that they were quarried from the promise of the Lord given to Abraham and Sarah. Though Abraham was but one man, the Lord had made his descendants number as the stars. Cut from the rock that is our Lord eternal. Abraham was used to establish Zion on earth, and the people of God became the foundation of the Lord's work in the world. The Hebrew people themselves were God's temple in the world, and they were being called to look with new eyes to see that the Lord was their eternal foundation. My analogy to my ill-fated hike in southeast Wyoming the people were being challenged to see the Lord's presence beneath their feet, instead of looking to the Lord as an obstacle in front of them that they could only vainly attempt to climb. The Lord was their foundation as the Lord had ever been, and Isaiah's prophecies were beckoning them to remember this reality. They did not need to look to mountains far away or far above in order to experience the Lord's love and support. They only needed to look back and remember who God had always been for them. The idea of the Lord as a constant foundational support may seem like a given to us today, but we should remember the circumstances which the audience had been living through and that these circumstances were anything but secure and steady. They had been displaced, exiled, and oppressed for decades. Their experience had been one of being cast about by the winds and waves of human history. and They probably felt more like leaves floating through the air than a house securely set on a mountain just as experiences of epidemics, economic recessions, terrorist events, wars, natural disasters, or a myriad of other ills in the world are still destabilizing to us to this day. So the lived reality of the Israelites in exile must have been terribly insecure and unstable. There were no five-year plans in the Babylonian exile. It is to those who felt truly vulnerable, exposed, and depressed that Isaiah prophesied. For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places and will make her wilderness like Eden. Her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her. Thanksgiving and the voice of song. When they remembered that they were hewn from the rock of God's goodness, the people would be comforted. Their wildernesses would become like fertile paradises, and joy, gladness, thanksgiving, and songs of celebration would be in their future. Promised in the midst of their sorrow and despair, they would experience the foundational love of the Lord once again. Their desolation will be transformed into a garden of wonder. Their chaos into a newly ordered paradise. Their mourning into joy and gladness. There is good news, gospel, in our first lesson for this week. God promises that our bad days will lead to better ones down the road. God secures the ground beneath our feet, especially, especially when it seems like we are most easily shaken, insecure, and lost. The future that God promises is good. If our present moments seem despairing and difficult, we have faith that comfort, joy, and jubilation await us in the future that God is forming. We do not need to climb obstacles that are beyond our abilities to experience these better days that lie ahead. We only need to trust that God will remain faithful and good as a rock beneath our feet, which cannot be shaken or moved, just as God has always been. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.